0: Welcome everybody to another Slab Stocks podcast. I'm Nate here with Aaron, and we're back again to talk to you about Week Four in the NFL season. Oh yeah,
1: kind of sad week with uh, the Packers losing and start it off, but
0: yeah, sad week. Sad week ending with the Bre- or, well, not ending. It's it's a new week, but yeah. it's it's a rough week. Uh, again, we will be covering three good quarterbacks, three bad quarterbacks, and then a. Uh, just a little news and notes section. Interesting things that happened in uh, the NFL week four. Oh, yeah. Um, so I figure we'll just jump right into it. We'll go into the news and notes first. Uh. First and foremost, Leonard Fournette had his first good game in, like, 20 years. Uh, running for 225 yards. As somebody that's had him on his dynasty team for the last three years, he's been, he's been very frustrating. So, it's nice to see him have an insanely good game. Hopefully, a sign of things to come. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, Nick Chubb ran for 165 yards and three touchdowns, and I played against him. I played against Tennessee him, team. Too. In two yeah. leagues, I played against him. So, that was uh, that was a rough game. Yep. Uh, but Nick Chubb had a great game. Nice for the Browns to get a win. They're 2-2 oh, yeah. tied for the division lead now. Crazy. Uh, Frank Gore. Past fifteen thousand yards, uh, which is the fourth running back to do so, um, with along with along with uh, Barry Sanders, Walter Barry Sanders, Williams. yeah, and Barry Sanders being the ridiculous one is that he's two hundred sixty five yards ahead of or two hundred sixty nine yards ahead of Frank Gore. I, I looked at it a couple days ago, so I forget. Um, but he retired when he was thirty; like he played his age thirty season and then retired. Frank Gore is now, what, 36?
1: Yeah, 36 probably. But I also, mean, props to Frank Gore for getting there. I mean, it's hard to be a running back and play that long.
0: No, very true, very true. But, like, what would what would uh, Barry Sanders be at?
1: Yeah, no. If he played I,
0: till 36, 18,000 yards?
1: I agree, but that's why also people
0: call him the GOAT. That's true. So, great game by Frank Gore. And the last running back on the list, Christian McCaffrey. He only had 93 rushing yards, but he also had 86 receiving yards and had a touchdown. Yet again, another insane day from Christian McCaffrey. It seems like every week he's getting 150-plus total yards between uh, receiving and uh, rushing.
1: He's a fancy monster.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Should have taken him instead of Leonard Fournette, huh?
1: Yeah, the Cardinals owner just uh, died. As we're speaking? As we're speaking. I, oh I, I imagine football, but I suppose I can't say until I see, yeah, Arizona Cardinals football owner,
0: 80 oh, years man. old. Ooh. Well, 88 is a good life.
1: That's true. That's it true. It's a long time. And he has so, family there too, so it's was not super unexpected. Perfect.
0: Um, moving on from a little bit of a down note, Devontae Adams, 180 yards uh, receiving, which was his career high. And was injured for the last two drives of the Packers should've, game. Should have been or else, like 200 plus. Yeah, we would probably scored a touchdown if Devontae Adams was healthy. Um, Chris Godwin, 172 yards and two touchdowns. Should have been on my fantasy team. Trade got vetoed. Grumpy about it. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny
1: because your trade got vetoed because you vetoed someone else's trade.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. For everyone out there that's listening, I vetoed a trade. It was DeAndre Hopkins for Leonard Fournette. I vetoed it because I knew the guy that had had a bunch of wide receivers, and I wanted some of them. But if you traded DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think he was going to be trading wide receivers. So I used the power of veto along with somebody else, I guess. There's only a two-veto league, which is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Somebody crazy. else vetoed it too. And then I swooped in and offered a trade, and then they were upset with me. And so the commissioner, who the – who was in the first trade used his commissioning powers to veto my trade. (laughs) Uh, So pretty grumpy about that. The guy that was supposed to have Leonard Fournette is grumpy. I was supposed to have Chris Godwin, so I'm grumpy. So, yeah. Backfire. Yeah. That's how it goes. Um, Wait, wait, wait. A.J. Brown.
1: Before before you keep going, did you know that Leonard Fournette has a brother called – Leonard Fournette and he just left LSU. Really? His name is literally Leonard Fournette. And then there's Leonard Fournette. And he is playing at LSU, but he just left for probably personal reasons or something. But just funny because we were just talking about Leonard. Just also crazy that his name is so close to Leonard.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I wonder what their dad's name is. Or if it's like a family. Like the Wonder Franco?
1: Family. Like four Wonder Francos?
0: or Rugnador and Rugnador. <laughs> Um, They're both brothers, yeah. for those of you listening out there. So they good. have the same name. Uh, A.J. Brown for Tennessee had 94 yards and two touchdowns. Great game by him. Corey Davis also finally had a good game, so that was nice to see. And then Buffalo's defense, just a quick shout-out to them. They held New England to 16 points, despite the fact that Buffalo's quarterbacks threw four picks, and New England at least had a 60 – at one point had a 61 – yard punt return or something? Did I look was, at that right? I
1: think it was a fumble recovery for a touchdown.
0: Yeah, there was a fumble recovery for a touchdown? Yeah. I think. Oh, I get it. So really, there was probably you know, they allowed eight points?
1: Yeah. And Tom Brady only had 150 yards in an interception, so yeah. pretty good defensive and, performance right there.
0: And I don't, I don't know where those interceptions came or where the fumbles uh, got recovered at. Um but you know it could have been already on Buffalo's side of the field. So a great a great showing by them. So just just a shout out. Funny, Ships. if
1: they if they had any quarterback play, granted the Patriots have a good defense, they probably would have won that game. Patriots have a great
0: defense. Yeah. Great, great defense. But we'll get to the quarterback play uh in one of our sections. I won't tell you which. Yeah. Um so there's our news and notes. Just a quick little recap of interesting things that happened, mostly in the uh, in the fantasy realm of football. Uh, on to our good quarterback yeah, play of the week. Before we hit the good that Nathan
1: pegged here, I'm just going to talk quick on the Patrick Mahomes uh, card market because for those listening, if you haven't been looking or haven't followed us on Instagram yet, um, the cards have been exploding as prism. PSA ten rookie is now selling for thirteen hundred dollars uh, over the summer. To put, it was,
0: that, yep. to put that in perspective, PSA ten Bowman cards, like not Bowman Chrome, just Bowman for Tom Brady, if they're a PSA ten, are selling for like twelve hundred,
1: which is wild. And over the summer, they were selling for two fifty, and now they're selling for thirteen hundred. And over the last two weeks, they went up one hundred fifty six percent from five hundred to thirteen hundred. And the entire card market in general for him is going crazy. Like I saw a blue shimmer. Someone said blue shimmer second year card. He posted at nine hundred dollars or best offer. In two hours it sold for full price. It's a blue shimmer oh number of eight, a second year card.
0: You'll have you have uh uh optic base cards, right? Yeah. Optic base Patrick Mahomes PSA ten. You could get that card for what? Sixty dollars before the season? For a PSA yeah. ten, right. yeah. Last one sold for two hundred thirty five bucks. Let's dude, the hollows were selling for like two hundred and now those are worth like four hundred. Yeah. So it's all it's all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. Yeah. Well. But he also doesn't look like he's gonna slow down anytime soon, so
1: yeah, and I see some people saying that that card is going to be worth $2,000 now um, by sorry, the end of the season. Lost my train of thought there, which could be crazy.
0: Um, his team just won 34-30 to 30 against Detroit, and he didn't throw a single touchdown. Yeah. They're probably not going to. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Patrick Mahomes is insane. Chiefs offense is insane. They don't even have Tyree Kill. They <laughs> yeah. lose Tyree Kill. They lose Kareem Hunt and they're still insane because Patrick Mahomes is that good. So, all right. Well, there that's our little uh, that's Aaron's little recap on the Patrick Mahomes market. Hopefully yep. you all invested before uh 2 weeks ago or today it, or uh, yesterday or hopefully you invested 2 years ago. That would have been <laughs> ideal.
1: Oh, at that point you're probably making like 20,000 some dollars. <laughs>
0: yeah. Can you could you imagine If you're like picking those up for like a dollar, a prism for a dollar a piece.
1: I bet you a bunch of Raiders, or sorry. Yeah, Texas Red Raiders, Texas Tech uh, Red Raiders fans have like huge Mahomes collections from before.
0: And now made a bunch of money off them. Just like how I did with Yelich. Yeah. I can see it. Just like (laughs) I'm going to do with Devontae Graham. (laughs) Whack. All right. Well, to uh, move on, we will cover our good and bad section. Now for the week. Uh, number one in our good section this week, Mason Rudolph had, had been looking a little uh, a little shaky his first two starts. The Steelers as a whole had been looking uh, very shaky. Very shaky. I guess uh, the one thing that will really help a team that looks shaky is playing the Bengals, who have to be like the second-worst team in the NFL behind the Dolphins. Yeah,
1: they're pretty bad. They're actually very bad.
0: They're terrible. I feel bad for AJ Green. Yeah, but not that he's playing. But yeah, he's got to come back. Come, come to the uh, Packers. We'll trade for you. We could uh, use a second good wide receiver. I'd take it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, it would. All right. Anyways, back to Mason Rudolph. He went twenty-four for twenty-eight with two hundred twenty yard yards passing, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and eighty-four point two total QBR. Which uh, great, great week all things considered.
1: Yeah, he – I didn't get a chance to watch the Monday Night game, but I saw a lot of tweets about him during the game.
0: I didn't either. I was on a flight, so. True, you were. But uh, – Oh, his, yeah. I was
1: just going to say, this This is me. I forgot. I talk about yep. the
0: card prices. Yeah, you talk about the prices. You're the oh, card yeah. guy, man.
1: Oh, yeah, so Mason Rudolph here. on uh, September 29th is Prism Silver Autograph, um, which are not as rare as the non-autographs. Uh, so, for $55, which actually seems pretty cheap, uh, would have been a nice buy before the
0: game. Now, his, son- his, his whole market kind of went down the last week because of his iffy play. Yeah. Uh, and just so many people selling. Right. Like there were days where you could find 40 Mason Rudolph autos in a day, type of thing.
1: Just a lot of supply. But then on October 1st, uh, yesterday after the game, the same card sold for $80. So that is a, you know, 35% gain or something in price.
0: Yeah. And as a reminder, these prices are a, have shipping added in and b rounded to the nearest, like even number. So it could be like $82 and it's rounded down to 80. Could have been like $54 and rounded up to 55. Typically.
1: Correct. But you know, immaterial at that point.
0: Yeah. Uh, just making sure people know if they go and they're like, Oh, I'm going to check that and they're saying, What? It went for 83.
1: (laughs) Uh, Classic. Uh, Do do we know who the Steelers have? So they play the Ravens this Sunday, and the Ravens got torched by Nick Chubb and the Browns, which doesn't necessarily mean that Mason Rudolph will have a huge game, but if the defense isn't looking good for the Ravens, maybe he does have a big game, and that's a pretty nice matchup there.
0: Maybe. Also, did you see the uh, Steelers – what's his name? James Washington? James Washington? No, you running back.
1: Oh no, Jalen uh, Samuels
0: is the running back. He Jalen Samuels. The... He threw, <laughs> <the> <laughs> went three for three with thirty-one yards. Yeah, why? I don't know because he's a stud. Trick plays or what? <laughs> but, pff, beats me. Out. I didn't get to watch the game. But he also had like twenty yards rushing, and a touchdown, and uh, sixty yards receiving, seventy yards receiving, fifty yards receiving, something there. I looked at it before, but I. That's okay. an athlete right there. Does it all. Yeah, did it all. <clears throat> just need him to, excuse me, just need him to kick a field goal now and really cover all the bases.
1: Yeah, then get an interception and some tackles.
0: Yeah, there we go. Um, so moving on from Mason Rudolph, we got number two. I
1: can't believe this
0: one. <laughs> who has played well. Since I released him from my dynasty team,
1: <laughs> since I released him from my fantasy team, he's played well too.
0: <laughs> Jameis Winston, famous Jameis, a little legs, action played, has played well two weeks in a row. It's almost unbelievable. It he is. He looked dead in the water. He looked like he was useless, and now he goes twenty-eight for forty-one against the Rams. For 385 yards, four touchdowns, one pick, and an 89.5 total QBR.
1: I couldn't believe every time I checked in on that game that the Buccaneers were just dominating the the scoring. I mean, obviously the Rams scored a lot too, but it's crazy. Yeah. Dude, it's wild. You said two good weeks in a row. Yeah. I, I saw someone on Instagram talking about buying up Jameis Card's and everyone was just destroying him for saying it. Well, if he bought, he might be
0: sitting well right now. I mean, Chris, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, yeah, it's OJ Howard. Core. It's not bad. Not that Bruce Arians uses his tight ends, but got some options. So. Yeah.
1: So Nate here pulled pulled some uh, eBay prices. and I'm not exactly sure if he if he went and got the right data per se because Prism. Well, uh, he grabbed Prism rookie red autograph prices from 2015, and there was I top-
0: grabbed I grabbed what I could.
1: So there's no Topps Chrome autographs that sold since.
0: I'm not gonna lie, I didn't look up
1: Topps Chrome. <laughs> oh, yeah, so in 2015, Topps Chrome was the last year. Uh, which i'm sure people are buying more frequently than prism from 2015 but
0: but this gets the job done
1: yeah 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 so it does because on september 1st a 9510 10 red rookie auto sold for $43 and on september 30th that same card but ungraded sold for 39 so you're almost looking at a direct match from a 95 to now ungraded so probably around a double in price it's just just a quick assumption uh, around you know 1.5 times to two times in price for some Winston cards. Which, yep. makes, which makes sense because he was really, really bad the first week and going into the season, no one was expecting anything. Um, so, it makes sense after two big games, especially against the Rams who were undefeated going
0: to that game. All right, so October 1st, we've got Topps Chrome, uh, Blue Refract out of 199 for 478 plus 378 shipping. Non-auto? not auto non-auto. A Topps Chrome. Base card for ninety nine cents, free shipping. One ninety nine for an X factor, free shipping.
1: Now we're looking um, at non autographs and comparing to autos.
0: <laughs> but it's just, it's just like, I guess, tops, tops market for non autos hasn't moved. Uh,
1: there's really no market for Top Chrome non autos. I feel. I mean, there's some if you go and look at like the absolute best players, but it's always in the nine card autos for that stuff. Okay versus yeah, so. versus Prism now where it's you know non-auto everything,
0: which I kind of like, but yeah, yeah, there's not much. uh well, not much to be well, glazed from gonna, here. I
1: was gonna say this uh, September twenty second, a black refractor Tops Chrome auto nine five sold for one fifty, and then a week later it sold for two hundred. So, you know, a little a little movement in the in the James prices
0: we go um so Jameis is our number two Mm. uh great week i know it's shocking number three is the old mizzou product himself chase daniels this is
1: even more shocking
0: many of you are going to be like what why would you put chase daniels into this list and you'll see why when i get into the bad section for right now just understand that he went 22 for 30 195 yards, a touchdown, zero interceptions, and in an 81.2 total QBR. That's all we're going to say about him right now. We'll get into the bad section, and then we'll discuss more at the end. Cool. All right. Let's do it. All right. All right. So, going on to our three bad. And this breaks my heart. <laughs> but number one on the list, Dwayne Haskins.
1: Doesn't break my heart. Screw OSU. My,
0: oh, my. Do you not want to see a rookie's first game go like that? Oh, yeah, it's so bad. So bad. Nine for 17. One-third of – he completed a third of his passes – how am I trying to say this? He completed nine passes. Yes. If you think about it, he completed 12, and a fourth of them were just to the other team.
1: <laughs> there we go. Makes
0: sense yeah. Nine for 17 with 170 yards, zero touchdowns. Three interceptions and 19.5 total QBI.
1: Brutal. That's really bad.
0: Against the Giants of all teams. Yeah.
1: Not a great team. And Daniel Jones had two interceptions, but he also played pretty well
0: aside from that. Yeah. Just, just not what you want to see out of a young quarterback. Here, here's the interesting maybe, thing. Though. Maybe the Giants were right. Who's to say? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was you took a Daniel Jones and left Dwayne Haskins on the table. Yeah, we'll have to see more from
1: Dwayne Haskins because this isn't it right now. No,
0: um, no, 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 no. Also, there's a, there's a, I was just looking at something there. I may have brought this up in this very podcast earlier weeks, but there's like a 10% penalty for, uh, in, in how you play for being a backup coming into a game instead of being a starter for the week.
1: Oh, like a probability
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you know, but ten percent, ten percent boost to that stat line is still terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, ten percent isn't much there.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you play it, if this is ninety percent of a hundred percent of what he's capable of, I don't want to see a hundred percent.
1: Probably looking at the worst quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Um, The interesting thing about his cards is that I think that people are valuing him just playing more so than devaluing him for his performance. Because on September 12th, an Origins rookie auto number 25 sold for $70 October 1st. uh, The same card sold for $80. So obviously people are still gambling and betting money that he can do something or whatever he can do next week. Um, because people just want to see him play because case can't yep. be started for the first four or three weeks.
0: And if you're asking yourselves, why did you choose such a wacky card, Origins <laughs> Auto out of 25, there's only so many cards that are sold, uh, and they're all very weird. Uh, so you just try to find a identical one that was sold after the game and before the game, which is why it's an Origins Auto out of 25.
1: Yeah, and there's no prism yet for NFL, which is actually coming pretty soon here, I think end of this month maybe middle of the month um so not much not much uh, to look at right now for 2019 rookies but impeccable uh, first off the line dropped this morning um i think i saw some people buying that on instagram
0: oh <laughs> that's all i gotta say about that 500 hundred dollar box <laughs> yeah and you're hoping you're hoping you had a Kyler murray or daniel jones
1: yeah, if you don't hit one of those guys. Well, I mean, they do have a lot of yeah. leg- legends in there and stuff, but
0: oh, that's not bad. Yeah, but no, no running, good running backs, wide receivers, are iffy. Yeah, and well, granted, they don't really want to
1: invest in them, anyways. Yeah, i gonna say those guys don't sell for much, regardless.
0: Yeah. Well, moving um, on. Yeah, moving on. Number two on our list, and this also breaks my heart. Big fan of this guy, Josh Allen. Yeah. What? What is this? Uh, sorry, an uh, error thing popped up on my computer. Oh. Uh, Josh Allen, oof. third. now let's caveat this. New England Patriots defense, they're super, super good. Yeah. Best defense he'll play all year. Yeah. Still, terrible game. Fair 13 much. for 28, 153 yards passing, zero touchdowns, three interceptions, a 16.9 total QBR. He didn't get to finish the game because he got uh, destroyed. Yeah, game.
1: I saw he got had to get taken out, which is why Matt Barkley came into the game and
0: threw an interception to lose. Yep. So, but at least they were in a spot to win it. Yeah, or, you know, that is true. Had, had a chance. And um, I don't, I don't necessarily that's credit the uh, what defense,
1: credit the defense. Yeah. yeah, I don't really get what's going on here. Um. Cards went up in price this week. His Prism Silver autograph went from 75 to 90 after the game. Um, I don't know if that's just because people are realizing that the defense can take them further than people expected. So now people are betting on the fact that Josh Allen has a couple good weeks and they're definitely beating a lot of teams, um, as you saw through the first three weeks, and then almost beating the Patriots, um, which while it was in Buffalo... They have played so badly at home against the Patriots over the last 10 years, it's not even funny. I saw something on Tom Brady, like, has more wins than any Buffalo quarterback has had or something in Buffalo. He plays there once a year, which is insane.
0: Hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But, it wouldn't even be possible.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what's going on with the, the cards going up in price, but maybe that's why.
0: Yeah, maybe. It's tough to say. Uh, maybe it's because a silver hadn't sold in a few days and somebody was getting antsy to get their hands on one. I don't Sure. Know. Who knows why cards sell true. Uh, for, you know, over the previous comp? We can never tell. It only takes two people to really want one, right? That is the true. price goes up.
1: That's true. Two people want it and want to pay more than
0: what the comp is, and then boom, you're at 90. Yep. So, and then uh, number three on our list. Mitchell Chubusky, and you're probably all asking yourself, Nathan. Mitchell Chabuski got injured with a shoulder injury and is going to be out for a while and hardly played anyways. And you'd be correct. He only went two for three with nine yards, uh, and that's all he did. Two for three, nine yards, got injured. Uh, The reason I put him into my bad section is because Chase Daniels went 22 for 30, 195 yards a touchdown, and beat a good, Vikings defense beat a good team Yep. now a lot of that has to do with the fact that Khalil Mack and that Bears defense was unstoppable on Sunday but he did enough to get his team to victory I'm pretty sure if Chase Daniels had played against the Packers the Bears would have won maybe also Mitch Trubisky played against the Packers and they lost yeah. Mitch Trubisky is a bad quarterback.
1: He's very His
0: bad. Daniels is also probably a bad quarterback, but he looked loads, loads better than Mitch Trubisky. I
1: have so many, I have so many friends that are Vikings fans, and they were so mad on Sunday. Oh. they were just saying it's like the worst game ever. Like offense
0: is so bad. I have I have multiple Viking fans. You'll you'll learn that uh because we live in Wisconsin, everyone, you'll end up knowing a lot of people that like the Vikings. And they were all so depressed on Sunday. Yeah. Like just like dejected. Multiple of them texting me telling me that they hate football. Yeah. <laughs> I got the same. Because, you know, you have So much money tied up in Kirk Cousins with an extra year. It's all guaranteed. And he can't throw to your two best wide receivers.
1: And those two best wide receivers also are getting paid a lot of money. If they aren't catching the ball because the quarterback's so bad, then they're worthless too.
0: Yep. It's (laughs) it's It's a terrible situation to be in. One that was easily avoidable by anybody that had watched Kirk Cousins play football in the last couple of years. And then just look at his fancy point total. I don't know what the Vikings were doing. I'm sure it was one of those things where they hadn't had a good quarterback in a while. The one good one that was decent was Teddy Bridgewater, and he got injured. They're like, well, let's just go for it. Has not worked out. No. Kirk Cousins has looked terrible. But let's not let Kirk Cousins distract us from the fact that Mitchell Trubisky (laughs) was traded up for. Yeah. Drafted second overall. And is worse than Chase Daniels, who has been a career backup his entire career.
1: Also drafted in the same draft as Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. So, that's make that you... See
0: too. <laughs> Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes went 10th.
1: And Deshaun Watson went,
0: well, went second.
1: Deshaun Watson went like 12th or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's... So, yeah. And Chase Daniels was an undrafted free agent by the Redskins in 2009. You have an undrafted free agent in Chase Daniels who is currently playing better than the second overall pick in an NFL draft. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So that is why Mitchell Trubisky made our list. Chase Daniels just looked more comfortable out there, hitting the little throws and stuff and pick and popping his way down the field. Stuff that Mitchell Trubisky just has looked useless at. I don't know much about quarterback play uh, as a non, you know, somebody that's never played quarterback in my life. Um, but having watched Aaron Rodgers and Brad Parr play a lot of quarterback, I can tell you that firmly that Mitch Trubisky is not a good one.
1: <laughs> not at all. And just really quick to bring some card prices in, I actually looked up Chase Daniels, uh, autographs and he had a 2009 contenders rookie autograph. sold for $5 over the summer and one got hit uh, by it now on the game day for $40. Whoa! Yep, five to forty, just like that. And if he gets another win over a good team, probably higher than forty dollars. Because people are crazy when it comes to the backup quarterbacks. I don't know why. I can't even answer that question. So,
0: yeah, especially so. when this backup, it's not like it's like a backup quarterback that is like in his twenties. You know, like your Kyle Allen. Yeah. Chase Daniels is thirty-two. <laughs> or Chase Daniel. Yeah. Not Daniels. Chase Daniel is thirty-two. So, (laughs) yeah, really betting on not much there. Yeah, makes no sense. But that concludes our good, bad, and news and notes uh, week four NFL podcast with a slight uh, roast of Mitchell Trubisky. (laughs) I'm sorry, Bears fans, but looks like next year you're gonna have to be drafting another QB.
1: That's brutal. Imagine picking a quarterback in the first round three years after you drafted one number two overall.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> not good. It's not good. But sometimes you just got to know when to cut bait. You oh, got Khalil Mack. You got to yeah. make use of it. I agree.
1: I'm just saying it's very, very uh, it'd be upsetting if I was a Bears fan, but I'm not, so it's not upsetting to me.
0: You know, last year I I panned the Bears because they traded all that stuff for Khalil Mack, and I was like. Khalil Mack doesn't make Mitch Trubisky a good quarterback. And somebody I was talking to was like, we don't know if Mitch Trubisky is a good quarterback. And then they made the playoffs. And I thought I was wrong. I was like, dang it. It only took a year. And now I'm right. Made <laughs> did all that stuff for, Mitch, for Khalil Mack, who has made your defense unbelievable. But at the end of the day, you still need good quarterback play to win in the NFL.
1: Very true. Very, very true. Words of wisdom from Nate to close out the podcast here.
0: Yep. So thank you.
1: What? I was just going to give a brief update before closing. Uh, if you like watching our YouTube videos and you like Slab Wars, we have one coming out tomorrow with Lou Janu from Team Gary V. Uh, it is funny. It is awesome. I watched it yesterday. I'm very excited to release it. So be on the lookout for that on YouTube around 4 p.m. Central time tomorrow. Um, and Really?
0: Yep really enjoyed doing that one, yeah, lose a funny guy
1: yeah lose lose awesome, so you you're definitely going to want to watch that for sure, give some good insights too on what they do over there, which is uh, which is cool
0: yep band all right yeah well, with that, um hope you all enjoyed our week four NFL po- uh recap podcast uh look forward to week five, as is always, we'll give you a little bit of a uh uh, what word am I looking for here? Um, preview? preview of games for week five. Thank you. I can't believe I couldn't come up with preview. <laughs> Such a simple word. We got Rams Seahawks tomorrow night. Good Thursday night game. Oh yeah, I'm going to see. The, I'm
1: going to see the Joker tomorrow.
0: Ooh, nice. I'm very excited for that movie. Looks looks like it could be very interesting. Uh, yeah. Jake Myers Panthers could be very interesting. Kyle Allen looks better than uh. Uh, Cam, so that makes that an interesting game. Beat the Texans um, last week. Yeah, we got Packers Cowboys. Look for Zeke Elliott to put up the greatest game of his career. Yep. Um, we have Ravens Steelers, which I don't know. <laughs> Not great. Not great. I mean. You know, a lot of these games, it's like Vikings-Giants, Jets-Eagles, Buccaneers-Saints, cardinals Bengals, Broncos-Chargers, Colts-Chiefs. You know, the quarterback play in a lot of these is so bad. Bears-Raiders, Redskins-Patriots, Bills-Titans. I think Colts-Chiefs. Colts-Texans. Yeah. Colts-Chiefs, yeah, it could be interesting.
1: Yeah,
0: Chargers-Broncos could be interesting just defensively. Raiders Bears could be interesting because Khalil Mack revenge game. Probably, probably because you think Cleo Mack's gonna. You think Derek Carr's still gonna be alive by the time Khalil Mack's done with him on? Uh, <laughs> Derek on Carr's Sunday. probably die. He's probably gonna be dead after the game. So uh, Rams Seahawks <laughs> tomorrow night. Packers Cowboys should be good. Other than that, there's not a ton of like. No, no surefire we- like potential playoff matchups. No, not at all. So anyways, uh, hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Look forward to talking to you again next week uh, on Tuesday, presumably, unless we have uh, a special podcast coming out again on Monday or something. Yep. Um, for me, Nate, and uh, Aaron, thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a good rest of your week.